Coming up, marathon champion Beatty Deutsch on the connection between Judaism and running. Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known speaker drops by for a visit and shares important insights from the Torah that will make home life better. And this week, I'm in Jerusalem, Israel, with my guest, Mrs. Beatty Deutsch, and we will be talking about a topic Beatty herself calls everything you need to know about Judaism I've learned from running. And if you recall seeing Beatty Deutsch's name in news headlines around the world in the spring of 2018, it's because of her impressive win, the fastest Israeli woman who ran the 26-mile course of the Jerusalem Marathon in three hours and nine minutes. She is a Torah-observant mother of five little kids who ran this race wearing modest clothing, long sleeves, a skirt, and a head covering. And when she's not running, Bidi is caring for her family and holding down a full-time job as director of follow-up for the Jewish educational group Olami. Welcome, Bidi Deutsch, to At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you for having me. You know, every competitive athlete, whether they're amateur or professional, must train for the next race or competition. Even people who just enjoy sports and uh, don't compete have to train to some degree. So I'm wondering if you could tell me a bit about training as a runner and how it supports the non-racing aspects of your life. So I think that one thing that training has taught me is that it's kind of really impossible to achieve your goals without hard work and effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that's the reason why I first chose a marathon, which is like a huge distance to start off with. I kind of went from zero to marathon <laughs> because I knew that it would force me to be committed and be consistent to running. And it was something that I didn't have in my life until that point. Um, And I think that what's incredible about the process of training is that you start off at a place where you're really not capable of what you want to accomplish. And then when you come to the race, you are ready to set a goal that you've never done before in your life. And Mm -hmm. what I found so empowering and inspiring for me is that a race allows you to actualize your potential, to see what you're capable of in a physical way. Mm -hmm. And there is no other experience I've had like that. And mm-hmm. my, my entire life, I've grown up knowing kind of the, the concept that Nachmanides brings, that we're meant to, that we have tests and challenges in our life to, in Hebrew, to bring from potential to action. That's the purpose of the challenge. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily really understand what that meant until I went through a race experience where I was able to bring out the potential that I had to action and see what I was capable of. And I never would have seen it before if I hadn't gone through the race. Wow, wow, that's huge. Can you just take us through some of those baby steps, though, that got you to knowing that you're ready now to race a marathon? So there are many different kinds of um, workouts that you do. And um, it's all part of the process also, which is, you know, people say as part of training, you got to trust the process. And sometimes it can be counterintuitive because right before the race, you actually take time off and you do what's called a taper. And Mm. so you don't 
go into the race, like working the hardest you've ever done. You work harder in the beginning and in the middle of the training period. And then at the end, you kind of slow down so that your body is rested and prepared to go to the race. Wow. Wow. That's a great insight. Well, I think also it just teaches the, like you can't cram for a test overnight. Like Mm -hmm. you can't expect in one night to come ready to the race. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The night before the race, you're resting, relaxing. The week before the race, you're resting, relaxing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A month before is when you're finishing up the hard work and all that. Wow, that is so interesting. You know, on another topic, I personally enjoy attending Jewish studies classes, like the basic setup being a class full of students, even if it's just a few of us, and the teacher. But there's also an essential Jewish idea of studying Torah concepts with a study partner. It's a mainstay of the whole yeshiva system. And training partners are a common circumstance for athletes as well. I'm just wondering if you see any similarities in the idea of a learning partner and a training partner. Definitely. Hmm. Um, I wasn't always training with a group or even with anyone. For the first marathon, I pretty much trained completely solo. But since I've joined a group, I find that running with someone gives you inspiration, support, encouragement, a role model. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I would say with spiritual matters, you want to learn with someone who's maybe like one step ahead of you, who can show you the path, who mm-hmm. can inspire you. So mm-hmm. I find with running also, it's really, you'll improve your time mm-hmm. um, if you're running with someone who's a step ahead of you, mm-hmm. who can push the pace a little bit and then you have to keep up. Um, who can give you some advice. I definitely found a difference in my training, joining a group Mm. and having training partners. That's nice. Uh, Every runner's skill level is different, as you know. So, you know, in the Jewish world, everyone who seeks a closer relationship with the Almighty progresses at a different pace as well. And you've no doubt seen these kinds of journeys with runners and also people who are exploring their Jewish heritage. So what comes to mind for you? So what I think about is that every runner's path and every Jewish path is individual. And it's really important important not to compare, to be on your own path, focus on your lane and take baby steps one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And the same, I, people sometimes tell me like, wow, you're so fast. I'm not anywhere close to you. And I always say, it's not how fast you run, it's how far you've come. Mm-hmm. And it's about how much progress you've made mm-hmm. in your running journey. And every time just pushing yourself a little bit more to the next level. And it's 100% the same way with Judaism. It's not necessarily where you are, you don't have to be the most religious person, but it's about striving for growth every single day to become a little bit better, to become a little bit closer, to deepen your relationship with God and just focus and realize that it's it's an individual thing. It's mm-hmm. not about anyone else or comparing yourself to anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's just your own path. Very nice, very nice. Sports coaches often tell athletes not to get swept up in every new trend, whether it's supplements or sports gear or extreme diets. Now, your own kind of trend is more contemplative. Um, You've said, and I quote, I spent a lot of the race thinking of the many psalms and prayers that acknowledge God as the source of our strength. I prayed the entire race for God to carry me to the finish line, and I felt him guiding me me every step of the way, end quote. So for thousands of us who don't run races, do you think that this outlook can apply to everyday life? Yeah, I think this is definitely an outlook that can help you get through any challenge you're facing, whether it's the little Mm -hmm. uh, daily challenge of finding a parking spot. You know, I'm always, I speak to God throughout my day Mm -hmm. and just ask him to help me and know that he's constantly there for me 
and really remind myself that whatever I do and whatever I am successful at, it's ultimately because he gave me that strength and ability. It's not, it wasn't my successes. It was God guiding me through it. And I don't think it has to be about the races to have that mentality and perspective. I Mm -hmm. think it's really about our everyday life. So when you say that you talk to God throughout the day, so a race to anybody, that's a big deal. Um, But you're saying throughout the day. So you're saying what, that there's no thing that's too small to ask God about? It doesn't always have to be about the big deal. I really think it's the little things that our faith um, is based on knowing that even the little things that happen in life are, you know, good and bad coming from God. And when you're struggling with the most basic thing, you could turn to him and ask for help. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives me the ability to, to balance everything I do. It's a constant juggling act. And there are some days where I feel overwhelmed and I just say, God, I can't get through this day without you. <laughs> yeah. Please help me do it. Yes, And, and that gives me the confidence and ability to move forward with my life. Mm-hmm. Because why? Because you feel like you're being heard? Like he, he hears you and you say, this is this Because is I'm, much. I know I'm incapable. I'm just a human being. But if I'm relying on God who has mm-hmm. all, the, all the power in the world who created the world, then I'm in good hands oh, <laughs> and wow. I don't have to worry. All right. Beatty Deutsch, thank you so much for talking with us today about training and running and Jewish observance. Thank you for having me. It was a real pleasure. There are a bunch of articles about sports and spirituality on H.com, so check them out. And thanks for listening.